Are you a serial people pleaser? Do you put everybody else's needs above your own? Do you constantly worry about what other people are saying about you? If you are good enough, if your outfit is good enough, or if you're pretty enough, or if you're meant to be there and you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to other people as if they are a benchmark for your own success. If so, then girly, it is time to enter into your villain era. Femme Fatale style. Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host, Madison Haynes. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about entering your villain era and what that means. Because newsflash, it does not mean becoming a villain or a mean person because we are not about that on this channel. But instead, what that means and what we're going to go dive deep into today is how you can embody your villain era by essentially just standing up for yourself and stop becoming a serial people pleaser and how that is okay. But you know, sometimes we have to put a little label on it and pretend we're villains. And that in our mind means it's okay to have boundaries, which really we should just be having anyways without having a title on it. But this makes it a little more fun and easier to do if you are a people pleaser. And you know, we're going to do a femme fatale take in this video because I hear your comments. I see you begging for the femme fatale content and girly, I am here for it. Thank you so much for telling me what you want. I will deliver. I am here for you to bring you the premium content of how you can level up your life, start embarking on your self-improvement journey. And I am going to come at you with Femme Fatale tips on how you can improve your confidence, how you can feel sexy, how you can embody the mindset, the persona of a Femme Fatale to help you stop people pleasing, feel like a more confident woman, define your own boundaries and actually stick to them. And sometimes it starts with having a persona and we're gonna get into that deeper in the video. So stay tuned. First and foremost, before we get into this episode, I'd like to thank you for watching. And if you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you are on YouTube, please go ahead and quickly give this video a thumbs up because it makes my day and it helps other women find this content. And if I grow, the more I do, the more content I'll be able to produce for you guys and whatever you want. Again, leave a comment down below on a video idea. I will address it. If you have a question, girly, I have got your back. Let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube. Subscribe to this channel. We are growing and it is making me so happy. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please review this podcast. Give me five stars. Well, I'm not going to influence you, but if you feel like doing it, I'd be honored. Thank you so much. But regardless, any review would seriously help. And I look for them and I read them and it makes my day. And as always, if you do read a, leave a review or if you leave a comment and if you leave your social handle, I will 100% follow you. We have a TikTok and an Instagram called the Get Up and Glow podcast. If you are hungry for daily self-development content, if you need that extra bit of motivation first thing in the morning to level up and be ready to get up and glow. Literally the name of the podcast, follow me on TikTok because I post short form content daily that is going to help you have the motivation and find the strategies to level up your life. And the Instagram is a little bit more self-care. It's a little bit more aesthetic. It's going to still put you in that mindset of, you know, being reminded that you are working on yourself. We're building a community of so many other like-minded women because you are not alone. And girly, I am doing it too. So with that being said, humble push, <laughs> but let's get right back into it. Okay. So what is the villain era? So when you think about a villain, you think about an evil person, you know, like the anti-Disney princess. And I do not mean let's enter into our villain eras and be mean people. And in order to feel better about ourselves, we're going to tear other people down and say horrible things and fight fire with fire and become jealous and, de and deceitful and manipulative. I do not embody that. I do not encourage any woman to do the same. I think that is an aspect that people 
people often associate with femitels that I am not going to ever condone on this channel, but I'm going to talk about the positives. And so what I mean by a villain era is I don't mean this from an evil point of view, but what it is, is essentially a popular phrase on TikTok for serial people pleasers to use to make themselves feel better about simply just having their own boundaries. And it is a weird concept for people to say, well, because I'm saying I don't want to go out tonight because I need to prioritize my mental health, I am a villain because obviously you're not. But to people like probably you who have a very hard time saying no to simply because you don't want to do something or setting a boundary and actually sticking to it because you feel so guilty. You feel like, what are people going to think about me? Oh my gosh, am I going to push them away? No, you need to adopt the mindset of I'm in my villain era. And essentially that is just a fun, upbeat way of reminding yourself that it is not that deep, that you can have boundaries and, and stick to them and it allows yourself to essentially remind you that it is okay to do these things because you're in your villain era so it's more so of a mindset to teach the people who need to use it as a strategy for their self-development journeys to be strong be independent be who they are and not feel bad about that not so much like an evil deceitful thing <laughs> So let's be real. How many of you have said, I am in my villain era just because you said no to your friend. You can't go tonight. Or, hey, by the way, I am way too overbooked this week. I have so many things to do. This is my one free night. I don't want to take a bubble bath. You know, a lot of us would be like, this is my villain era. Oh my goodness. But <laughs> theoretically, it is. And I'll explain why. Here is the thing. Have the same level of respect for yourself as you would someone else, your friends, your family. If someone is there and you're telling them you're setting a boundary and someone's not honoring it, someone's not respecting it, someone's making you feel bad about that, or they're tearing you down on your self-development journey because they don't want you to work on yourself, that is a reflection of them. And that is not you. It's nothing to do with you being weird or evil or, uh, condescending or any of these negative con connotations with glowing up, with working on yourself, with setting boundaries. If someone is tearing you down because of that, it is probably likely due to the evil eye. And I have mixed feelings on the evil eye and we're not going to get into this <laughs> in this video. If you would like me to make a video on that, by all means, leave a comment down below or DM me on socials. Because here's the thing. If someone has a problem with you setting boundaries, glowing up, working on yourself, just doing anything to essentially become a better version of you, they're not there for the right reasons. So if you are embarking in your villain era and setting these boundaries and someone is crossing them, disrespecting you, making you feel bad about that, that person is not your friend. It could be due to the evil eye. And honestly, enter your villain era and push them away. Do not let people like that who treat you badly or make you feel bad about yourself when you know that you are a good person into your life. Protect your peace, protect your energy, and just turn ahead and just keep walking away girly. Okay, so let's talk about the power of self-assertion. Essentially, it is just being empowered and standing up for your own beliefs. And when you think of a femitel, and for those of you who do not know or have not listened to my many other podcast episodes about the femitels, essentially the femitel is, it embodies that dark feminine energy where she is confident. She's a little bit more mysterious. She's maybe more alluring and sexy. Usually she's dressed beautifully or whatever she is wearing, she's confident in that. Usually the stereotypical version of a femitel would be like the red nails, red lips, you know, big bombshell curls, dressed very beautifully and whatever she wants to wear. Usually it's red or a tight fit dress, maybe black. It's that darkness, you know, and what that energy and bodies is essentially just that sheer amount of confidence and security in who that woman is and it's the way she carries herself she walks into a room confident she's not hunching her shoulders she's you know making eye contact with everyone in the room 
quick femital tip when you walk into a room you look at all of the corners just not like in a weird way where you're like like looking all, like around like you know <laughs> but just like naturally because it shows people in that room as you enter that you're confident you're looking around and you're open to meeting people opposed to being closed off going on your phone right away and like that is like essentially closing yourself off which is the opposite of what we're trying to do because we're trying to build confidence not be people pleasers and be secure in who we are so thinking about the concept of the example i just gave of a femme vital we can use that in our villain era so how well let me tell you we need to get a backbone and you probably need to work on it which is okay because we all do let me tell you why it is good to have a backbone well number one you do not want to let people walk over you this is this ends now okay if you constantly let people walk over you if they are not wearing the same amount of effort that you are giving them this is your sign to get boundaries and redefine or reevaluate those friendships because you need to find people that equally respect you and give you as much kindness and love and respect as much as you give them <laughs> Having a backbone is also just an essential skill what women need to know or learn for business situations. Like as you embark in your career, learning how to stand true to your beliefs and what you, your work and, you know, back yourself is going to be such an essential skill because people in the workplace will be able to tell and pick up on that insecurity. And they, a lot of people like are going to be okay with it. They're going to have to take that. Okay. She's young. You know, she's learning, she's growing. And this will, the skill is something you will eventually build up I am I'm building it up a lot I'm still not perfect and like that is a work in progress but there is people who will take advantage of that if they pick up on the fact that you are people pleasing and you have no backbone they will take advantage maybe so even in a school setting maybe someone takes credit for your work and you don't say anything because you don't have a backbone this can go and you know that one action of doing that in school and you never learn that muscle and build that backbone up in your career the same thing could be happening to you so this is something that we need to work on in our villain era Okay, and you know on this side of the podcast, I'm not going to just tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you how to do it. So how to get a backbone. First off, a guess embody the villain era. You, you notice that you notice the problem. You know that you're being taken advantage of because let's be real. We all do because we have that gut feeling of, oh my gosh, this is hurting me or this upsets me. What you do is you kindly, respectfully, calmly communicate that boundary. If someone, for instance, is trying to take credit for your work, you can say, oh, you know what? I worked really, really hard on this and I would love if you contributed equally and I'd be more than happy to like go in on the group project with you. Or let's say if a friend who never does anything wants to collaborate in a project, at the very start and you don't want to be your partner uh, but she's your friend you could nicely say hey so and so like I love the fact that you want to collaborate but you know I think right now like I just work better independently it's absolutely nothing against you I think you are an amazing friend and you're so so smart often so I'd know it helps to consider that point how that person's going to feel and essentially using the sandwich effect of like giving them a compliment telling them what you need to essentially deliver the message to aka your backbone <laughs> or uh, your boundary and then again sandwiching sandwiching it with another nice compliment which I've talked about on the podcast is a great way of doing this but essentially communicating that boundary in a nice way uh, is, is okay and if you it's going to be scary uh, and of course that's the whole thing about my villain era because when you feel like hesitant you know you say look I know this I'm being nice I've sat on this for a second I thought about how it's going to make the other person feel and how I can deliver that message in the best way possible for them to receive it and not feel attacked and criticized because that's super important and that's a great skill to learn as a woman. Uh, but now you know that you thought that all through, back yourself. Don't feel bad about it. You are in your villain era. Say what you need to say to be able to get that message across and actually say it out 
freaking out about it. And, let's, and I will be honest, you if you are a people pleaser, you will think about it for a while still. <laughs> That's okay. Keep doing it. Keep practicing it because eventually you will embody and you'll teach yourself that is okay. And eventually when you'll, you'll get those feelings, you say, oh, that was nervous. That was scary. And then you just say, no, I'm in my villain era. I deserve the respect. I deserve to back myself. I deserve to protect my peace and energy because I can't be going my whole life and be 55 years old and still having to deal with all of this. And I need to teach myself those habits now. And I'm proud of myself. I'm in my villain era. It's like Blair Waldorf once said, I intend on being a powerful woman, but how are you going to do that if you have no backbone? Okay. So let's share a little bit of a personal story. Uh, Paris Hilton came out recently and said essentially that her persona was a facade. Like it was genuinely a persona and she wasn't this like dumb blonde that everyone thought that she was. She leaned in on it because she saw that that's what people wanted her to be and they loved it. So she essentially mirrored what people saw in her that they liked or what made her famous to essentially be more and more famous or be, you know, perceived in the media as a certain way. And she just felt like that what was what she had to do at that time. And now as an adult, she's come back and said, like, that was definitely me leaning into that persona for whatever reason, X, Y, and Z. I'm not here to tell her story. But in a lot of ways, I feel very similar to Paris Hilton. Oh, because, of course, because I'm so fabulous. <laughs> no, but she's gorgeous. But because, you know, when I was young, I was a people pleaser. I didn't know how to make friends. I didn't know how to set boundaries. So what I did was become the blunt of jokes willingly because I realized if I put on that silly little facade or, oh, hee hee, I am so stupid and dumb, people would like to make fun of me. And, if we, and if, But if you were included on the joke, you know, if I was that blonde that said, hee hee, whatever, then I was, I had my way into that friend group and people would hang around me because I'm funny, haha, she's silly. And she, they would poke fun at me all the time. And I would let that happen. And that was my way of being able to connect with people, which is so unhealthy and so toxic. So if you find yourself essentially allowing other people to make jokes at you or say things about you and you just let that go because you think that's what you need to do to be in that friend group that's not something that's healthy I wish I would have learned that earlier on because there are still relationships where they still see me as that persona and as much as I have grown past it and improved myself they still view me as that stereotypical silly dumb pink loving girl I, I can't break free from it I mean eventually I kind of obviously that has nothing to do with me it just has something to do with them and that's all right. Uh, still great people. I'm sure I still, I don't speak to them anymore, but I would, I still, I'm sure would have many much love for them. You know, they're a great person in their own. It was my doing from like years of leaning into this persona. But if you find yourself doing that, I say like stop and instead switch that type of persona instead of being that like people pleaser that lets people walk all over her, or just whatever to make friends, switch the persona into something that embodies more of that villain era. So you can actually feel like in those moments when people are making fun of you, you can stand up for yourself opposed to leaning into it and thinking that's my way of coping. When something feels wrong, don't do it. And you absolutely do not need to give an explanation because you say no to something obviously sometimes if it's like your best friend she's like girl you want to hang out tonight you can't just be like no of course because you know the the context of the situation but if there's something that you really don't want to do and you say hey sorry I cannot make it but thank you so much for the invite and they push for that you don't need to give them an explanation and you need to be able to teach yourself that capability of not over explaining yourself it's like the similar concept to when you're sick at work and you message your boss like a paragraph which I'm sure everybody has done at one point but no like as you age it's important to just be able to say hi I am sick I'd like to take one of my sick days like I I maybe you can if like, you're close to their boss like you can tell them like oh because I have 
have I have the flu. I will, I'm going to need to take a sick day. But there's no need to send them a whole paragraph. They're way too busy. They don't want to read it. And if your boss does want to read it and is like after you about something like that, after you've given them a very professional standard message, then maybe you should reevaluate that job. If someone is disrespecting you consistently after you've communicated those boundaries or they make you feel bad for setting boundaries, make fun of you for them, you need to reevaluate that relationship. And this can be so hard to do, especially with men. Because with boys, you think I can change. Oh, he doesn't want to hurt me, etc., etc. But what would a femme fatale do? What a femme fatale who has said, this is my boundary. I want you to stick to it. And the man continues to disrespect her. Would she stay in that relationship with that dusty guy who just does not care about her? Because if someone is not honoring your boundaries, they really don't care about you. Absolutely not. That femme fatale would walk up with her shoulders up, her head held high and leave that man and find someone else better. So obviously that's a work in progress for some women because it can be hard. Again, go listen to my video or my podcast on the art of detachment and how femme tell us do that because that can help you if this is an issue in your relationship or just in your dating history but first just remember do not settle for anything less than you deserve and make sure people honor and respect you. Okay, so now let's talk about confidence and self-expression. Everybody wants to be the it girl or most people want to be the it girl. You see those beautiful women on TV, the femme fatales, or even if not, you might even not realize them, like the Blair Waldorfs of TV and you look at them and you want to be them, that effortless sexiness, the confidence, the gorgeous outfits, but how can you do that? How can you emulate that when you try to do it it just comes off as like not the it girl here's why the it girl still is weird she does weird stuff like don't get me wrong that's the thing we get so we are so hard on ourselves we think in order to be a femme fatale in order to be the it girl we need to always have ourselves together we need to always be dressed perfectly have perfect makeup have perfect hair you know be confident be like sexy and alluring and talking to like a sexy voice and siren eyes but no way that is not sustainable i think and going back to the whole persona that is something you step into you step into the body of an it girl or a femme fatale which you are because if you because you are amazing the way you are by the way if no one's told you yet today you're gorgeous i'm proud of you but obviously those are demeanors we step into for instance you know when we want to when i want to go to the club or when i want to go out with my girlfriends and take photos and i want the extra little bit of a confidence boost i step into the mindset of my femme the inner femme patel and i think okay i'm gonna dress cute i'm gonna get my hair done i'm gonna play that music and dance and connect with my dark feminine energy and it feels so great and i go out when i'm confident maybe i'm a little bit more playful and fun and it's amazing it's a great time but you know what I also go home, I take off my makeup, I put on my hot pink, of course it's gonna be pink regardless, but <laughs> my pink sweats, and I do weird stuff. I watch my Netflix in bed, and I honestly, yesterday, you know what? I had a little glass of wine, and I ate a whole cheese slice, not a block of cheese, no, just like one of those sandwich slices, eating in bed, my, and it was great. Would a femme fatale do that? Probably not. Would the It Girl or Blair and the Serenas of the world do that? Absolutely not, but you know what? I bet you they do, but no one sees it because the camera just wasn't on. So don't hold yourself to a standard of perfection of wanting to be the femme fatale all the time, the perfect woman all the time, because there's no such thing. And I know it might look like that when you see girls on Instagram or on TV, but just know that that's when the camera's on. So don't be hard on yourself. When you're in those moments, if you're feeling good, you know, you hype yourself, back yourself, it's great. But when you're in those moments of like where you feel weird and you feel like that's why you're not the it girl because you're not cute all the time, like maybe you don't have your makeup done all the time or my hair is not perfect, 
you're the camera's just off girly and that you're gorgeous regardless a hundred percent but you don't have to be that perfect persona it's just not sustainable you would go crazy and it would you wouldn't be who you are you'd be putting on a fake facade and who wants to live a life like that so always remember that but here's the thing that you can go and strive about the it girl, but the femme vitale in every single day life. It's not about appearances, but it's about how you feel about yourself. The villain gives no Fs, just like the femme fatale. Does she give an F about what you think about her outfit? No. Does she give an F about what you think of her career path? Absolutely not. Does she give an F about really anything you think of her? Not really, unless what she does give an F about is if people think she's a good person. And by people, I mean people she who are also good people and she actually genuinely cares about because there's people who always are going to criticize you no matter what. So when you catch yourself in moments where you are wondering, am I good enough? Is this okay? Should I apply for this job? Should I do X, Y, and Z? Remember to just give no Fs. I mean, and by give no Fs, I mean, because you obviously give an F about that. And we that's why we're on this channel because we're self-development girlies who give an F. <laughs> too little, too much much hence the people pleasing topic hence why you're this deep in the video but hear me out don't give an f about the outcome so you know what you want to do you know you want to apply that for that job you know that outfit is cute but and if you knew that everyone would think that's fabulous you would wear it but you're second guessing yourself because you don't know if you're good enough you don't feel good enough you don't feel as important you think people might make fun of you give no f's about that if you like do make life decisions as if you're gonna get whatever you want say like if you wanted to apply for that job and you knew you're gonna get it and you're like this is a certainty apply for that job if you knew that wearing that outfit with that shoe combo every single person was gonna be like oh my goodness girl you are a model wear that outfit you have to start doing things in life that you want to do and not like hold yourself to what other people think. So if ever, every time you catch yourself in those predicaments of what should I wear? Whatever. What should I do? Think about what you actually want to do if no one would judge you anyways and everyone would hype you up about it and then do that. And it's because you are in your villain era. And a little princess diaries quote, don't forget that nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. Express yourself authentically. Be unapologetically you. Do the things that you're dreaming of that you want to do and don't care about what other people are thinking. If people think you're cringy, if people are going to judge you, be yourself and be proud of who you are because everyone is so unique and everyone is so beautiful. And even that concept alone is a beautiful concept. So don't let other people's opinions hold you back. When you want to do something and you feel like you're holding yourself back, just think I'm entering in my villain era. I am choosing me. I am putting my own myself first, my desires first because for so long you have been people pleasing your way through life and it is making you miserable this is your sign to enter into your villain era hold stop holding yourself back or pushing all of your desires away just to make somebody else happy and choose you Okay, let's be real. In today's times, I often find the villains very attractive. <laughs> Is that weird? Okay, uh, I'm just going to admit it here because we're close. We are BFFs. We've already established this. If you're this deep into the video, thumbs up the video if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe. And if, uh, subscribe if you're on the podcast platform too because girly, if you made it this far in, hopefully we're friends by now. I feel like I'm connecting with you, okay? I feel your energy, okay? Listening to me right now, we're vibing, okay? So let's be BFFs. <laughs> so what is so sexy about the villain? And first and foremost, I want to preface this by saying, by villain, I mean like Angelina Jolie in Maleficent. Not like those weird superhero like villains. No, I mean, I'm sure they're sexy in their own way. Maybe someone finds them hot too, but I've always been a Peter Parker girly, so we're not gonna talk about that. Honestly, 
I am convinced that sexiness is just about someone's demeanor because I have met the sexiest people who are not like the stereotypically like most attractive person ever, but they are still attractive. And it's because of the way they carry themselves. And this goes for men and women. You know, when someone walks into a room and then you just have that vibe that, oh damn, they are sure of who the heck they are. They know who they are. Like they're not looking for anybody's approval. That is so sexy. So if you are trying to improve your like femme fatale, villain era sexiness, and you're here for this video because you want to embody that like baddie energy, work on your demeanor. And here's how. Nothing is more confident than a woman who is sure of herself. So stop chasing people so hard in a desperate way and feel confident that you know that outcome. That person is going to come to you and be attracted to you because you are kind, you are smart, you are magnetic, and you don't need that person so, so badly that you'll be nothing without them. They're just going to be a benefit into you in your life and they're going to pick up on that energy and you're going to attract them. It's all about your demeanor. POV, okay? There's two types of personas of the inner you. The villain era, the femme fatale, and the people-pleasing, anxious girly. And that's fine, okay? We all are people-pleasing, anxious girlies in somewhat, okay? That is okay, but hear me out. <laughs> if you're trying to approach someone and you are the people-pleasing, anxious girly archetype, you know? You come up, your shoulders are hunched, maybe you're arms are crossed, maybe you're looking around, not making eye contact, maybe even on your phone because you were too scared to look up, which is okay, uh, and someone's trying to talk to you, and you don't want to talk about yourself at all, so you barely introduce yourself. Someone in the room, maybe your friend is trying to hype you up, saying, oh, but you're this great opportunity that you just got in work, or a cool trip you just went on, and instead of owning that and being like, yeah, I did get a promotion, thank you, and talking about it, or saying, oh, yes, I just came back from Italy, it is so good, and just talking and owning yourself you feel weird talking about your successes or just in yourself in general so you close yourself off you say yeah it was good it was good um and then you just you walk away uh or if you want to step in to that sexy femme fatale persona you walk up to that person right you introduce yourself you make eye contact with them pro tip i know the people pleaser and girlies like me often like want to nod their head up and down a lot if you go to one of my podcasts with that i did with the teen thought stump i love her but I, I nodded like the entire episode. I'm working on that girls, but people pleasers will often do that to show other people that they're invested in the conversation, you know? So they'll, they'll constantly shake their head up and down to show that you're engaged and you'll make like, you'll just over like smile at situations that is not normal. And I understand that this is a niche, but I, if you're deep into this, you probably do the same thing, but pro tip, instead of smiling right away when you meet someone, wait like a second, just a little bit of time and then smile because that's going to make someone else feel like that smile is for them and it's going to make you memorable and make that person like you a little bit more, okay? So just try that out. But again, you go up, you're in your femme fatale, your sexy villain persona, and you, you introduce yourself, you know, you're confident, you hold your, your head high, your, like, your posture is great, your arms are open and inviting, showing people that you're wanting to talk to them, you're asking them about themselves, when you're, when you have the opportunity to talk about yourself, you don't shy away from it in a, you know, a very nice way, not like, like a very humble way, not condescending, you know, 
arrogant. You talk about yourself, you ask some follow-up questions, you're smiling, you're happy, you're inviting that type of energy people are going to be attracted to. You're going to be able to get the desired outcome more so when you embody that type of persona or try and approach conversations in that aspect, opposed to not talking about yourself, not talking in general, being very quiet, being reserved. And it is scary, you know, when you, especially when you go to like an event alone or you're in public alone, uh, you want to default to a book or to your phone, you know, and that is okay. It takes a lot of time. Trust me. What I was just is usually you're probably someone who goes on their phone as like a crutch to have to make yourself feel better in public settings, which is all right, but start slow. Switch from the phone to a book. Even reading a book makes people think, oh, it's a little bit more inviting. It's a conversation topic. Someone can go up and see that you're reading and ask you about it. You Or you can just talk about the book if you have no idea what to talk about, you know? I know that my boyfriend who has struggled with social anxiety used to have little uh, points in his head of things that the other person is interested in to, in order to, you know, always know that they have the default things to talk about. And that's a great strategy as well. Obviously he doesn't need it anymore. He's literally in sales, but that's what I'm saying. There is hope for you. So try and use those coping mechanisms or, and I can talk a whole, make a whole video about this if you'd like, and let me know. Uh, and again, I've just embody that persona. And eventually it's not going to feel like a persona to you. It's just going to be you. Dare to be bold. So this one is a little bit more about the physical appearance, but I think that that is important. And I don't think us women should feel bad about saying that beauty does hold somewhat of a significance to us because when you feel beautiful, when you feel put together, your the day your day does feel better and you feel more confident about whomever you're going to be seeing. Uh, just about yourself in general. You look at yourself a little bit more, maybe you dance around a little bit more. It feels good to feel like you look good, okay? And that is all right to admit. But I don't mean it in a have to be like a stereotypically 10 out of 10 gorgeous all the time vibe. But what I'm saying is dare to be bold with your hair. Maybe try something new. Uh, dare to be bold with your lip color. Have fun again. When was the last time you tried something new with makeup? We all used to like be so into that when we first got into makeup when we were like 14, 13, maybe me when I was 12 with my 17 magazines a little early, but I've always wanted to be uh, in my YouTube era. But regardless, try out your like, lip colors for the fall. That's fun. Maybe a bold red, maybe a plum. That could be a vibe. I am trying eyeliner. Head on over to the TikTok if you want to see the difference of white eyeliner in the waterline versus black eyeliner and how that, you know, Femmetals often do like that siren eyes with that dark eye makeup. And it does make a big difference. And I show the example on one eye of white and one eye of like the black eyeliner. So head on over to the TikTok if you want to see that. Do you know about red nail theory? It has changed the game for me in terms of just like, oh my, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. But essentially the red nail theory is that men love red nails. They're attracted to red nails. If you go out with red nails, you're going to get compliments not only from women, but with men especially. And essentially the reason people or psychologists think that is because we, who I'm assuming that we're in our like twenties, all lot of the guys we are dating had women or had mothers or grandmothers who had red nails growing up because that was a big thing in the 90s red nails so they associate that red nails as that warm comforting energy subconsciously they don't realize it but they look at that red nail and think oh like this is alluring like this is good to me it also could just be because like red nails stand out and they pop because i asked my boyfriend when he com like, commented i'm like why because i wanted to figure it out uh, obviously he is a subconscious thing so even if it was about his mother in the past he wouldn't even really know that and recognize that but he just said it's bold it stands out to me it's something to look at so the red nail, th nail theory is if you essentially want to go out and be a little bit more standout-ish, that's an easy way to do that, you know, and it's very resourceful. $2 nail polish, 
click it on. <laughs> Let me know if it works for you. Now, if you are really struggling to enter into your villain era, set boundaries, and just step into that dark feminine when you need to, here is my advice for you. This is gonna sound unconventional, <laughs> uh, but try to fake it until you make it. And I'm not saying again, like I said earlier, you have to instantly go from zero to 100 and never be the same person again and fake everything every single second of your life. But start small. It could be as simple as, you know, like having little fake conversations with yourself. And yeah, you know, you say I'm crazy. I know you th you're thinking this girl's insane. I know you do this. I know at least once in your life, you have POV'd in your head about you being on all your favorite TV show, about you being on a talk show, or maybe I am the crazy one that just does this all the time my whole life, but I have, you know, played pretend since I was a kid and I still haven't stopped and I still do that in my head, not often, okay? You know, but just sometimes I daydream. And I think, what would I say if I was on Ellen? I mean, it's not around anymore, but you know, what would I do if I was on The Bachelorette? And I just have a little, like in my shower, I think about it. It is so fun. Like, God, I love being a woman. But regardless, do that. POV yourself as like, the villain and like that sexy bombshell femme fatale that like owns her like whatever she wants to wear and owns whatever she wants to do and like says what she says in a confident kind uh, but like very stern way if she needs to be stern and like embody that persona you can even do that as simple as like for instance if you do or someone who does go to the bars maybe have a friend and have a little alter ego and i'm not saying i'm like a manipulative men way but that could be such a fun night you go out you dress cute right you go and you have different names and you embody a different persona and she is someone who you want to be like the person you're striving to become you could even be as fun with a friend and be like this is going to be my job this is going to be who i am and hey, it's just fun and it gets you in that mindset of like teaching yourself that life is not that deep and these people like they're not gonna know you know that you're lying which sounds crazy I know but it is a good way of practicing that muscle of just like saying what you mean and like not caring because you know it would be so embarrassing if that person was like I know you like you are Madison you are not Paris I'd be like yeah you are absolutely right I'm just having a fun night with my girlfriends like um, but you know, if you like, do what you have to do to like build that muscle and to be able to start just like communicating with people. And if you have to be someone else for a night in order to be able to get out there and be in a social setting, then be someone else for a night. There's no harm in it, in my opinion, at least. Another confidence tip, because we are talking about how to stop people pleasing, how to back ourselves. And a part of that is just knowing how to speak. And of course, I know it sounds insane, but for people pleasers, often we get anxious and we just word vomit and we talk really, really fast and we don't take spaces and we have our arms closed that I already talked about. And I don't know what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. No. This is the one thing that's going to help you so much in your self-development journey. If you are a people pleaser, if you do have trouble talking to people, if you do have trouble setting boundaries and you want to embody this like a villain era, femme fatale aesthetic or demeanor, and that is slow down when you talk, practice it for you. When you take a second or a breath, it might sound like forever. For me, that sounded like 101 seconds. Honestly, I actually did have to take a breath because of all of that like vomiting, like, word vomiting and genuinely tired me. So that was a bit longer of a breath than I was going to practice. And I now was going to do it again, but because I just spoke so fast it's like back here again but you know what I'm saying once I will practice it randomly and I won't tell you it's happening and then I'll tell you this just happened but but taking an extra second it will help you sound better. I took the extra second. It didn't sound that great, but I'm keeping that sentence in for you because I want to show you that my pause feels forever for me, feels like a second for you. 
and like doing it right now. And you might think, maybe you do think this pause is crazy, but it's a lot better to take a second, catch your breath. So you're not like, (sighs) (sighs) like in a conversation. And not only that, it signifies to the other person who is listening that you know what you're talking about. It's better to have spaces and pauses than filler words. Um, um, like, um, um, like I know I say girly and all of that stuff on the podcast. And that's just because I want to communicate a more laid back BFF feel vibe to the pod. But in real life, in a situation, especially with someone who I want to communicate that I'm someone who is intelligent, maybe in a workplace setting, I'm not going to go up to my boss and be like, what's up girly? Like, I'm on my you know, and that using filler words is something that a lot of people have to work on. Uh, I just did it again. I see. I have to work on it as well. But taking a pause is always better. So know that. Try to work on it. Try to not feel like so weird and insecure about having to take a second to think. If you are in a presentation or a public speaking setting, it's okay to take a pause. It's better to take a pause. If you can take a pause and not freak out and not go um um and fill it with words, people are gonna be like, oh, she's pretty sure of herself. And then you just know in your head when every time you take a pause, don't think of it as oh my gosh, people are judging. Be like, yep, I'm pausing and I'm pausing because I am confident and I am a baddie. I am in my villain era. I can take pauses. Isn't it so silly? You know, oh, we're so bad. We're so villainous. You know, <laughs> taking a pause during speech. Ooh, but it is life changing. <laughs> Eye contact. If you look at all of the most intense villains they have this thing about like the strong eye contact you know and sometimes it's not like doe eyes which is a concept from like light femininity which is if you're on youtube you'll see uh but if not just picture like the wide eyes like bambi or like a cute little animal and they open them up and what whatnot which i think it sounds crazy but those are doe eyes and apparently femme fatales also use them in some circumstances to you know communicate like like what they want it's almost like oh please can i can we go here for dinner instead of the place you want to go to i know i always get to pick my restaurant pick but i want subway so badly um but these siren eyes are a little bit more like closed i'm trying to describe it to you if you can't see it but they're like squinted they're like villainous eyes again like maleficent they're strong and powerful and they just communicate that like i am me and nobody is gonna take that away from me you know so practice doe eyes practice siren eyes learn more about them follow my tiktok for that if you are interested or just in general try to look up people that is, that could be a really hard situation in public. If you are alone, if you're walking through the grocery store, do you actually look up and look at people? Or if you make eye contact with someone and they make eye contact with you, do you freak out in your head? That is okay. You know, I live in a condo and it is so scary to have to be going up the six to 16 floors or whatever, 15 floors with somebody and not speak to them, not even look at them. It is such an awkward experience, you know, getting into an elevator with a stranger or going down an escalator with someone, being in close quarters with somebody or money people that you don't know. But practice that concept of just like looking up and actually looking at people, absorb what's around you. You know, walk with your head held high, look at it's not, don't stare and judge, but like, it's okay to like take notice of a family in a grocery store, you know, and they look at you, yeah, hey, smile wave maybe a little bit you don't have to wave maybe because i'll be like why is she waving at me but you know what i mean like it's okay like to be warm and friendly and that's not gonna be if someone sees you looking at them they're gonna be like why the heck is that girl looking at? if you are staring her down yeah maybe uh but if, if anything there's gonna be like oh that person is just 
who like confident whatever or she's nice and half the time they won't even think anything because they're so busy their own lives and honestly there's people who have that vibe and when I especially back when I was working on this I'd be like I wish I could be like them but no I just like walked away and it got really awkward and I just fumbled or whatever and I said something silly and that didn't make any sense uh, so practice that muscle of eye contact of looking around being aware of your surroundings that's always important to as a woman just for safety reasons and your life will change Okay, we already determined that I think villains are hot. So how are they sexy? And how can you embody the sexiness of a villain, a femme fatale? Here's how. Do it for you. Dance in the dark. Play your dark femininity music. There's tons on Spotify. I am obsessed with this one song called Pretty in the Dark. It is by like an artist that I haven't heard of. I found her on TikTok. And oh my goodness, it is the perfect villain era. Dark femininity song. Apparently it's supposed to like manifest of beauty or whatnot but I don't know how much I believe in that but it is darn banger <laughs> I was gonna sing damn but I can say damn right whatever it is a damn banger so if you want to feel sexy this is your challenge right after you're done listening to this rate the podcast subscribe okay follow me on Instagram and TikTok because I am trying to build a community on there and I'm going to deliver you daily tips and then after that okay you're gonna go dance to pretty in the dark and you're gonna feel sexy and you're gonna be like I'm I'm embodying my villain energy my villain era and then you're gonna walk away with all the information I just told you and you'll be ready tomorrow to start another thing about villains and femme fatales is they're always so intelligent so this is something we should talk about too be well read read books that you can read books that you enjoy you don't have to necessarily read books that are boring to you but start reading start paying attention to world events what's going on around you i am doing this myself every single morning i look at business news i am trying to become a stock girly and i'm teaching myself how to improve my financial literacy skills because that is so important so you should be learning things like that too learn a different language go do duolingo it literally is five minutes a day and you could be on your way you can say hey I'm learning a different language. It's only five minutes, but if you, you can tell yourself that and that feels good. So invest in yourself in terms of like, just your smarts, <laughs> read, uh, learn, learn new languages, practice new sports. Even, uh, you can even try a new hobby. Anything that teaches you a new skill is going to benefit you and enter into your own era. This one statement is going to change your life, especially if you genuinely try to always remember it. And that is People don't remember what you say, but they remember how you make them feel. And this is an important skill to remember. As we embark on our uh, villain eras, we're setting boundaries. We're not becoming people pleasers. We're embodying that femme fatale aspect in certain situations. It's important to consider the other person's feelings. So if you're a people pleaser, you're already obviously too considerate probably of how other people are feeling and that can be a good thing in some aspects obviously now we're teaching ourselves boundaries we're going to learn everything or practice everything we've talked about today so then how can you take that concept of how can i make people feel good while also still communicating that boundary so how can you make people feel good and also communicate your boundaries well simple of course use the sandwich method like i spoke about earlier you can also just make sure and keep in mind of how you're going about entering into this villain era or this femme fatale mindset okay so i spoke so much and i gave so many tips i thought this podcast was going to be a 20 minute episode but girly no we are going in on an hour now so i have to cut it here but if you want a part two technically it's a part five because i'm doing a femme fatale series because you guys like the femme fatale episodes let me know if there's a specific topic you want please comment down below or uh, q a me if you are listening on podcasts or go over to social let me know i will 100 percent 
make that content for you because I am here to help you on your self-development journey. We are doing this together. I am not perfect too. Your self-development journey is always, lin- it's not linear. It's, you know, you always have to work on it. And because if I stop now at 24, I'm mean, like, I am developed. I am self-actualized. Then in five years or even, even six months from now, I'm going to be like, heck no. Like you always have to work on yourself. So I am here doing it with you. But these videos are going to sh- me sharing what I've already learned along my journey. So as I grow older and wiser, I'll have more and more wonderful tips to share with you. But that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget that you are valued, you are loved, you are important, you are smart, and I am so glad that you made it to the end. Thank you so much, bestie, and until next time, bye.